Hey there, everybody. This is uh, my, my name is Timothy Meyer here with Dr. Constantine Wukin. Uh, previously, we have been um, last session of the day with the site guys. That's right. And so what we're doing now is we're, we're pivoting a little bit for a li little limited series and, and a little bit of a rebrand where we're calling ourselves off the couch with the site guys. Right. So uh, it, it's a limited series. I don't know how many of these we're going to do, but it's a limited, you know, limited. And uh, so Constantine, could you speak a little bit about kind of what this new rebrand is going to be like for us? Sure, sure. So, so, so the first sort of first year that we did it really were just thoughts about clinical issues, concerns. Uh, but this one, just a lot of people have been asking to see how therapists really think mm -hmm. versus just kind of dissecting or talking about issues, uh, which is important in its own right. It's just a lot of people have asked like, hey, you know, you, you guys are therapists, you, you uh, live your own lives. And, you know, as sometimes who's interested in mental health or is a client or a patient at this point, sometimes it's interesting to know what does my therapist really think? Mm -hmm. um, and this is sort of, th this limited series is really about that, just giving you a little bit of an idea of how we are on the couch and what we, think about off the couch, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be uh, a completely different judgmental sort of way of doing it. But I think it'll give you a little bit of a, of a window in terms of how we think about cases, how we think about what happens in the session, and sometimes how we deal with our own stuff outside of it. Um, so, so I think that might, that might be interesting for people to know, especially as two people working at the same place, two guys, again, that the whole idea about therapists being male is that's not that common. You know, mm -hmm. It's only one in five. So that might be just an interesting thing that we wanted to put out there for some time. And then uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. And so you, you all get to tune in and see what we think off the couch, that's not right. just on the couch. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, so speaking of, uh, you know, a handful of people, like they, they always ask me all the time, like, what do you really think? Like, uh, like, w what do you really think about the patient sitting in front of you? Um, you know, like you're always giving clinical interventions, but like, but people are always super curious about what's actually going on behind the scenes. For sure. What What are some of your first thoughts? The The first one that that I mean, sometimes it's just the the feedback that the person asks is sometimes, especially when they feel either guilty or shameful about something, hmm. and then they bring it up. They Sometimes they follow up with, well, you must be judging me for, for me doing X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. um, and or something like uh, bringing up a concern in, in a, in a non-direct kind of a way because of the concern of judgment or thinking less of. Uh, so that, that, this, that idea mm -hmm. uh, really comes up, I don't want to say frequently, but it comes up from time to time. And my thinking is in session, our, our whole purpose is to tune in to the clinical, another way of saying some of the reasons why a person is struggling. So mm -hmm. it's, it's I, at least for myself, I put in two hats, one hat of evidence research and just knowledge of how people work and two knowledge of evidence-based treatments in terms of how to help. So if you think about it, I, I would imagine a lot of therapists have those two pillars when they're coming into session. They're not coming in with like, oh, let me tell you what I think about it. Well, let me, let me tell you how I would do it differently. I would do it better. It's not the time for that. That's, the time is to be equipped with knowledge, empathy, and clinical interventions to help the person that's coming up. So for me, if we're talking about shame or we're talking about something great that happened, or we're talking about loneliness or we're talking about future plans, to me, it, it still falls within the realm of mental health. So those are the two things that I, you know, that, that sort of I bring to the table. 
Right. So, so the question is, do therapists judge their clients? Let's unpack that. We're, we're really not judging. You know, it's sort of, and if someone's talking about, I don't know, something that they might be ashamed of, like their alcohol use or their mm -hmm. drug use or something, and, um, and, and, and they're worried that I'm judging them. I'm not, you know, it's sort of like, okay, well, so this is sort of the deal. And like, what are we going to do to address it? Like, let's find out more. Let's all of that sort of stuff. So, so really, um, the, the message that I, that I try to get across a lot is I really don't judge when I'm in the room because it's not helpful, right? right. We're, we're there to be helpful. And right. so if someone's telling me about something embarrassing and, and I think at this point, I think we've heard it all, right. by the true. way, um, we, we, we really don't judge. Right. Um, we're, we're just there to help. So, so whatever the, whatever the issue or problem is, like there really isn't judgment. For sure. And, and plus, you know, maybe one thing to kind of throw out there, since we've been doing it for a while, uh, I don't want to make it sound like all problems are the same, but there's, there's a good amount of overlap. There's only a certain mm -hmm. amount of thoughts, feelings, and behaviors we kind of can put together, uh, as people. So we've probably heard it before or something similar to it, which we already have experience working with it and we're dialing in, dialing in and tuning in to how, how to help. One thing that, that does come up for me, um, not necessarily in the room, but maybe kind of when I'm reflecting on the case, will be some level of, of frustration. And not because mm -hmm. I'm frustrated on my behalf, I'm frustrated because there's some block that we can't get past or there is some uh, inconsistency in attending. Or for me, the biggest frustration comes up when I kind of know how to help the person get to a place, yeah. but we're, but we're uh, meandering through. Mm -hmm. uh, so that I do have to call myself out. That sometimes does frustrate me because the, the answer to me is relatively clear. It's not perfect, but it's relatively clear. And sometimes meandering, you know, as I said, cancellations, kind of going off tangents, is, it presents a frustration tolerance issue for myself. Yep. Uh, so... And, and, and what I can notice that at least I can work through it just to, to make sure that my, my, my mental space and my um, motivation is, is there when I'm in session. Yeah, and I think that's a really important point. You know, we, we get frustrated too. Right. Um, and probably don't really show it so much in the room, but, you know, re reflecting on our cases, kind of knowing what the, what the presenting problem is and how to get there mm -hmm. and like where we want these people to be so badly. <laughs> right. And then I don't know, like there's a roadblock or what they call resistance or any of that sort of stuff. And, and someone's like not quite getting there because yeah. well, for, for whatever reason, right. it could be really frustrating. Right. For sure. For and sure. it's like, uh, I, I mean, I, I resonate a lot with that one because I, um, <laughs> I just want people to get better so, right. so badly, right? Um, and then that's when I have to remind myself of that key phrase that, you know, don't work harder than the client. Right, 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 for sure. Listen, we, we could do what we can do. Uh, we can manage our frustration but and bring the best version of ourselves to, to each client uh, for, for that 45 minute to an hour mm -hmm. uh, to try to get them to a place that they really want to be. So you're right. It's not, so the initial question, it's not necessarily judgment, but it, there is a sense of frustration from time to time. Sure. Uh, that, that, um, that really comes up. Uh -huh. Um, you know, another thing that comes up a lot, you know, so many people, I, I think mm. they, um, they look at me and they go, Oh my gosh, like you, you must have it all together. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like Tim, like you must have no problems whatsoever. Yeah. Anything that comes up in your life, you probably handle it perfectly and yeah. mindfully. And you're using all of these sorts of skills and you must have the perfect life. Right. Well, what do you think about that? It <laughs> <laughs> couldn't be further from the truth, right? <laughs> I think, uh, you know, it, it, when that happens in session, I'm, I say something along the lines of like, oh, like, 
what's that like for you? Or like, tell me more about that. So I could kind of hear, but really, yeah, no, like we have problems too. For sure. For sure. Um, (laughs) yeah, that's, that's one thing that comes up, uh, that we're like, we're sometimes this, this feeling of we're human, but we're, we're also in a way sort of like robots. We're able to function effortlessly and effectively throughout all of our lives because we're, we're potentially helpful in the room. That's not necessarily true. That doesn't mean, I don't necessarily think it takes away from the fact that we could be helpful because of Mm -hmm. the uh, education, knowledge, and the experience that we have. But it also means that we're not perfect in our own lives and we have to attend to our own issues, which is, which to me, actually, as I think you and I actually talked about it maybe in, in our, our last season, is to me the number one predictor of how well the therapist is going to help you is the degree to which the therapist overcame their own issues. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because we're people, we project also. Oh, yeah. Right? So this idea of, and, and for a lot of clients or patients that are seeking services, they will never know that, right? They will yeah. look at the bio, they look at the research, they look at the clinical experience, whatever, the, the, how they look, all sorts of different things. But to me, the number one predictor of how well that, that therapeutic session or that therapeutic treatment is going to go is the degree to which the person, the therapist in this case, would be mindful of their own concerns being able to put those concerns out of the room and hopefully being able to at least tackle and overcome some of them. To me, that is going to be the best predictor of, of how, uh, how, that, how that relationship is going to go. Yeah, and, and, and a key point there is that uh, the, the issues don't, the issues do exist. Right. You know, like, like in, in me and in you and in your life and in my life, they're, they're there. Sure. Right. It's not like we lead these like picture perfect <laughs> lives and 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 we have to put, you know, just as much work in right. to manage them, take care of ourselves, all of that sort of stuff. So we can be effective and, and show up in the session. For sure. For sure. It's the the thing that is helpful because and you tell me, Tim, if, if you agree, the we, we, we are sort of equipped, at least with the know how and the experience and the empathy and the mindfulness and all that sort of stuff to try to attempt to do it. So maybe maybe we have a bit of a leg up because at least not executing it perfectly, but at least maybe we have something at our disposal that we could use in our own lives. So maybe there, there's more info uh, for for ourselves. Maybe even if we're struggling, we can get help sooner because we know we could self-diagnose in terms of what's going on and sometimes seek services ourselves if that's something that's needed. So maybe that's where I could think maybe there's a little bit of of, uh, you know, just being informed. I, I would imagine it's very true for any other profession. Physicians, plumbers, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter what, you know what the issue is, so you're probably more likely to attune to it. So that's that's kind of where I, I, I think a lot of people are seeing like, oh, wow, because you have all this knowledge and because you've been helpful to me, therefore, your life must be fantastic. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> it's not. Um, I, I, I have to chuckle sometimes. I'll, I'll be, I don't know, I'll be going over like a skill with somebody mm-hmm. or uh, like a CBT technique or cognitive restructuring or, or whatever. Um, <laughs> and a lot of the times I'll be, you know, like after session thinking about the conversation I had with them mm-hmm. about my own life. I'm like, oh, yeah, I definitely could have done a better job <laughs> of using that distress tolerance yeah. skill or, you know, changing that irrational thought that happened over the weekend. Right. So I, I think um, it's definitely easier for us to, to recognize it and fix it and all that sort of stuff. But like I, I think point huge point is that 
they exist. We're not robots. We are human beings with the same emotions and feelings and for sure. stuff as everybody else. Right, right. And so I think like huge take home point is is that you know like your therapist isn't just like a perfect robot. Right, right, right. For sure, they're so, a human just like you. Hundred percent. I, I there are two things. We we get frustrated, and we have our own issues. And also at the same time, we're able to step up and tune in to help people when they when they need it most. Um, so I, I think I think that's something that people may want to know and want to hear more about. So this kind of limited series is really about that, trying to get a sense of how we present in session, what kind of things come up. And then Timot and I are going to talk a little bit more about what, what we think about it, how would we uh, craft it in our own lives, how, what can we bring back to the therapy session, just get inside our own heads, talk about, I know some of the things that we have lined up, talking about our own concerns and things that are coming up with our own lives. Mm -hmm. So if, if you're interested, if that's something that you want to hear two therapists talk about, Feel free, guys, to tune in every week. Look forward to it. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Bye.